about two of your players on the offensive side. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who was a teammate of mine, what about him really like just galvanizes teams? And I know he, he always brings a lot of energy and, and juice to practice and to the game. But what about him, especially down the stretch? Everybody like just got garnered around him and they really just fought off his energy. Man, Fitzy, man, hey. I got a lot of respect for Fitzy. Definitely. One of my favorite teammates. I joke down. with him all the time. Fitzy threw my first pick. <laughs> and so I, like, <laughs> I told him he was the Jets. And so yeah. I told him, I said, you know, like, I appreciate you. <laughs> like, you but, like, the fact that, like, you could sell, you could just tell what he did to, like, the locker room. And, like, just being just being around the guy, man, he's a joy to be around. Like, one thing he's going to do, he's going to play his ass off. Like, He's gonna play off my down. No, you're good. You, you know, can do. You say that on the podcast. He's gonna, <laughs> he gonna play. He's gonna play his ass off, man. Yeah. He's gonna like, like he gonna really play. Like, and I got respect for that. Yeah, just no question. Seeing how he prepares, um, like just seeing how he has his routine. But he, you know, he, I believe he has five kids. I think he has more than seven, that, like seven, seven kids. Yeah, <laughs> but like that's tough. Yeah, like, you know, be able to still prepare and get you ready. Prepare and get ready, yeah. like for each and every week. It's crazy. Like, think yeah, about. That's, that's, People don't understand that. Yeah. Like they don't. They don't see that though. Like I, we, I see that. Yeah. So that's why I have the most respect for Fitzpatrick and for Wade. Like even this year, man, just rallying around him. Mm-hmm. And uh, even when when Josh Rosen like came in when they were playing both of them, I was gonna, and I think that people were still yeah. people were still like you know like when Josh was in like we was like okay we want, like I want to do well. Yeah. Like, we still believe in whoever whatever they got going on, but it's like also you could, you could see that him and like Devontae start having a big connection, and Devontae ended up going. Getting snubbed for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. he went snubbed. But we we're going to talk about him next anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, you could see that, like, you could just, you could just tell, yeah. like, and that was all that, that was Fitzy. Yeah. Like, and, and think about Fitz that I really love. He's one of those quarterbacks here, you know, the, ser- the same, you know, uh, I'd go in the foxhole with that guy. I'd really go anywhere with that guy. Yeah. I mean, people like say it. he's a gunslinger, this and that, but I'll take a quarterback that's willing to, to, to gunsling it than a guy that's being too careful because. At least I know we have a fighting chance at the end of the game when we're down because he's gonna let it fly. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't want a, two, a quarterback that's too timid. Yes, you want a quarterback that can take care of the ball. But when Fitz is hot, there's not too many quarterbacks better in the league, man. Like he, he puts the ball where it needs to be. And and you talked about it, his connection with Devontae Parker, who I was gonna bring up next. You know, he's dealt with some injuries in his first couple of years, but it felt like it all came together for him this year. He was rewarded with the contract extension. What makes him so special? Especially, I would say, like the last two weeks of the season. He had to be a top five receiver in the NFL. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Devontae, he's he been like that, though. He just, you know what I'm saying, like you said, unfortunately, he's been set back like a couple of years um, mm-hmm. with injuries. Yeah. But, like, he's been, he always, he always like, I always, he's my class. He, yeah. um, there's only, like, I believe there's, like, maybe four guys left in my class. I mean, yeah. That's not another thing about it. This old dog? It's crazy how that goes, right? It's crazy how that goes. But, like, um, so he he like he um coming in. I remember coming in. We came in OTA by our rookie year, and like Brent Robin on the team, mm-hmm. and BG was like he was shutting it down. Yeah, shutting everybody down. Every, it don't matter like, <laughs> yeah, who yeah. you put over there. And Vontae was like catch the pass, yeah. and Grimes was like oh he come he nice. <laughs> yeah. And so I just started like you know he started watching like I just like I like I like I like to just watch football and enjoy football. So like like I watch it all and like you know what I'm saying like. He unfortunately got hurt that year, but yeah. now this year you see him coming along and you see him going over top of people like he's been doing. Yeah, um, you know I'm happy for him. And I'm proud of him because like I always like gave him like I don't want to tell you 
I, I, I would tell you like like how I have Joe Bartek, but people gonna think I'm sick, man. Like locker room talking, man, man, yeah, and, uh, yo, you I'm push, I'm you push your brother a certain way. Like you know? I'm like, and, and I'm, I'm real proud of. Him. And I think what separates him from a lot of receivers is just his aggression with the ball in the air. I mean, you saw it, especially down the stretch. It's just talk about his ability to, to go up and, and just fight for every ball and come down with it. Damn, man, six four, man, big body frame. You know what I mean? He got a crazy hop, uh, crazy athlete. So, you know, like I'm gonna be honest with you, from here on out, it's expected. Mm, like okay. it's expected. Like I, I've been, I've been where you could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now I'm like, and I would tell him like in the games last year, like you're like you're seeing blood right now, and I like that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So let's talk about the upcoming NFL draft. You guys have the number five pick. A lot of guys thought you guys were tanking, but you end up, you know, not tanking, and you have the number five pick. And there's speculations that if Tua is there, you guys will take him. What do you ultimately think the Dolphins will do with the number five pick? Honestly, I I, I get it wrong every year. <laughs> we all <laughs> like, everybody I mean, does. Usually the first pick, and then after that, man, nobody man, knows. I, I, I get it wrong every year. So like. <laughs> I want to say like I don't know who like I don't know like you like I can keep I can just keep it real like you see on the TV yeah. like everybody says Dolphins gonna get the quarterback yeah but I mean I don't know man. Yeah, he could like, be gone know. that's the thing yeah I don't, I don't know like I don't make one I don't make those decisions facts two <laughs> but my pay grade like, you know what I'm saying <laughs> way above my pay grade but two like I do like enjoy it like because like you know like the hype going up to it like yeah. we we don't know who we gonna get yeah. like, I know, like I didn't know we was gonna get Christian last year. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Christian's a good football. Yeah, player. exactly. So, um, I mean, I don't, I don't man. I got no clue who you'll get. I'll, and honestly, like whoever we get, man, like I know it's gonna be a good pick because like Chris Greer and his team, and you know Tom and the owner Steve Ross and Coach Flores and all those guys that you know have a part in that. Like they do a really good job, mm-hmm. especially in the like scouting department. They do a really, really good job. Like we had like. It's like so many different faces this yeah. year, but like these are good football players coming definitely. in too. Like yeah. you know what I mean? So they do a good job. Yeah, you guys are good pick. Guys are definitely turning in the right direction. Let's talk about some of the stuff you do off the field. Uh, you do a lot of stuff in the community here in South Florida. I know you did some stuff with Mass Academy. Just talk a little bit about what you do in South Florida in the community. Oh uh, yeah, just going over. We were speaking about financial literacy, and uh, you know we um I was taking pictures with uh, kids and. I should call them kids. Half of them talking about him. <laughs> I was, you know, just taking pictures, signing autographs, and just talking to them about just like you know putting away your money and understanding like um, understanding like that there's a bigger picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just know that like there's more life than what you need to spend this money on right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I also do like the police. Me and also Wardens, we do uh, the police ride-alongs, and uh, we did a couple of them with the sheriff. Um, this past maybe maybe a month ago okay. uh, through the Dolphins, uh, just be, being out in the community, showing your face, man. It's just it it, it it's like it's how I'm happy to see the people, like happy to see me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's it like, never gets old. Like, man. It never gets old. Like, like, like they happy to see you, yeah. and I'm happy to see them. Yeah. Like so, it's almost it's just love. Like I said, I, I'm going to keep doing it. Oh, definitely. I really like what you talked about, the financial literacy, because uh, it goes back to Marshawn Lynch, you know, after the playoffs, talking about players, you know, taking care of the chicken, which is his money, and, and their mental, because I think it, it's so important, not just for kids, but adults and, and players in the NFL, to have financial literacy. That way you have longevity, and it's like you know, you're stressing about where the next dollar is going to come from. Uh, you could just talk about uh, that message that Mar- Marshawn had for everybody, because – 
what he said is really true. I mean, there's players that I played with that are no longer here with us. So, like, taking care of your mental and your financial is, is, is definitely monumental. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely important. Um, you know, like, I think we, we all have a point in time where, like, we can get lost in the sauce. Yeah. Like, you know, so being, you know, having a little money, having a little body change where you can go get what you want, have what you want, it kind of, it can also, like, hinder you. Yeah. And it can also, you know what I mean, because now you feel like you have to live that lifestyle all the time, and you don't. Yeah, 100% true. And, and, I mean, I say that, but, I mean, like, you know, I'm young, you know, so I have no kids. So yeah. I don't have, like, I have responsibilities as my part of my family. But, yeah. like, when I take that next step, I feel like that's when it's even more heightened. No question. Know, that you have to have financial literacy in. Um, especially, to, like, talking to those kids, man. They, like, hearing the questions they ask, like, how much money can I spend on a car? Like, mm. Man, like that's that's a good that's a good question. That's a great question. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're in the sixth grade, seventh grade, that's a great question. So like just that's why I was telling them, like, man, y'all don't even understand, like, talking to y'all, you made me smart. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I mean, like you said, it's, it's a very important subject. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having nice stuff, but it's all within the reasons. Like you talked about, um, I'm in the same boat as you, I don't have any kids, but I do some stuff for my family here and there. But it's it's all about to me. General generational wealth has always been very important to me. I kind of wanted to start that trend in my family, just coming from the background that I've come. You know, it wasn't really strong in our family. I, I didn't learn about finances in, until I was older and how to you know take care of money, save money, and that's something I really want to build for the future of my family. And I don't know what's what's your you know thought process on something like generational wealth. Um, no, I feel like. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. Like I'm at a point in my career right now where like, like I want to like play the best football I can, mm. make the most money I can, have like, like my like my my mom don't work right now, mm. and that's like probably the best. Yeah, that's that's the best feeling I've ever had. No question. You know what I mean? Like that's one of the best feelings I've ever had. And um, I feel like like you said, generational wealth. You know, it, it this this money that we're making playing football, or even the money that you're you're making like. Working a nine to five, exactly. Like you know what I mean. Like when you, like you, when you get, like I'm 26. When you get to 30, 35, like you got a lot of life to live. A lot. You're still young. You know what I mean. You're young in life, so people gotta understand that. And for me, I, I feel like right now I I do, but I don't. Yeah. Because I'm not young. Yeah. You know, so like I'm, yeah. I'm in the mix right now. Exactly. You're at that age where it's like, it's like uh, right teetering the line is yeah, like, yeah, like, what's the next step? But I still kind of want to have fun and do some things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so it's like when you talk about generational wealth, and I feel like even families should be educated on it. Like my dad sent my mom to school or I'm just on business just so she can understand how to like manage money. Mm. And understand that I want, because I want to invest and do things with my money. But exactly. we all need to know what I'm doing. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, if we're going to make decisions, we all need to know. Yeah. So, um, shout out to my mom and my dad. You know <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love. No, I love you. Love. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some other stuff. What What are some of the, the things that Bobby McCain loves to do in the offseason uh, for fun? I know you travel a little bit, do a little bit of traveling, but what are some things that some somebody might not know about you that you enjoy doing? Um, I really like to be on the water, man. I don't like to really get in the water. Like, <laughs> I love you know me. I love it. Yeah, like I'm, <laughs> I, I get in the water like real quick. Okay, I'm getting yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? But I like to just be out there and just get on the water, man. Just enjoy it. Like, you know, you just take some friends out there and yeah. do whatever. Like, 
But I really, I really enjoy that. And I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to buy no boat. No. <laughs> like, so you ain't there yet. Yeah, I, ain't there, I, ain't there, I ain't there yet. But like, I really enjoy that, man. And um, I'm going to start doing some traveling. Those are things I've always wanted to do yeah. this year. Um, so when I get, you know what I mean? Your shoulder right out here, yeah. The, the water always calms me. You know I me, mean? I go out there and I, you know, I do a little free diving, spear fishing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just go out there and just sail the water because that's what I do my man, best thinking. Dope, you know, and just oh. and just think and like just get away from everybody. Sometimes I go out there dolo, but like you said, it's nice to go out there with some friends and just and just hang out on the water. There's nothing like it, man. Yeah. Um, it's been a somber week this week. Uh, you know, the, the passing of, of Kobe Bryant just. Just talk about what Kobe meant, you know, to society and, and maybe to you. I know you're a basketball fan uh, and his whole, like, mama mentality. Just just talk about that a little bit. Um, I'm going to keep it real. Like, I just know, like, I wasn't the, the, the biggest Kobe fan. And, like, I don't want nobody yeah. to, like, bash me for that. Yeah. But, like, I did respect, like, Kobe. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I respect, and I also respected, like, what I was seeing when I would read of Kobe, like, doing off the field. Yeah. Like, even the fact that you know he spoke like several languages. Crazy, right? Like that's didn't go to school, but like, I'm starting to like ever since he passed, and not this is wrong, but like, ever since he passed, I'm starting to like to look into more and more yeah. because like I'm a basketball fan, but like like my favorite my favorite player is Kevin Durant. Yeah. And like and just like seeing Kobe Bryant seeing Kobe Bryant pass, like the way he did, like knowing his family, yeah. like it's gonna hurt. Like, you know what I mean? I prayers out to his family. Um you know, I have the most respect, and he's definitely a legend. You know, for sure. He, I mean, that's that is it's tough. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough because it's almost like he was he was finding out what he really wanted to do off the field, and he was really putting his all into it. And, and just being a family man, I mean, the way he talked about all his daughters and, and showed love to them, and it's amazing. I think we all strive to have that type of connection with our families and daughters. And like you said, shout out uh, to, to the Bryant family. Our prayers are with you, and on all the victims that were lost in the the helicopter crash, man. It's a sad situation.